This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. The Yankee season is over. Very disappointing game. I'll try to help you and Gordon get over it on ESPN New York Tonight. Special edition of ESPN New York tonight. We're here until 1 a.m. 1-800-919-3776. Some of you have already reached out on Twitter at Hardest to ESPN, at Gordon Damer, at ESPN NY, 98 underscore 7 FM. Thank you, Brian the Brain and uh, JP for hanging with us till 1 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, my friend, how you hold, how you holding up? Well, look, you know what? At least it wasn't a nail-biter. At least it didn't come down to one play. The Red Sox on this night were a far better team, and it exhibited itself right from the get-go. Right, Larry? I mean, yeah. it wasn't like this came down to one play or, oh, what about a disputed strike or a disputed call? The Red Sox beat the Yankees in basically every way they could, starting with the starting pitching and following it right down the line. Gordon, I, uh, I said this after the Knicks lost to Atlanta. I'm going to say this to you. It's better that you lose this way because you understand that they are, and we've talked about it all year, but this makes you really know Yankee brass, Yankee front office, Yankee managers, Yankee coaching staff, you need to make some changes on this team because you can't continue to have an all or nothing offense, and that's what you've had all season. This game has been a microcosm of the season. Yeah, starting with Garrett Cole. I mean, that to me, that's where it starts. Yes. You are hoping tonight to get Garrett Cole to push aside all the struggles down the stretch, push aside how he's pitched uh, since the hamstring, since the sticky stuff, and get back to being Garrett Cole. This, I mean, it's been said at nauseum. I'll throw it on the fire. These are the type of games you sign Garrett Cole to go win, and he was brutal. He was terrible. He gave up a two-run home run in the first inning. Uh, he left Aaron Boone absolutely no choice on when to take him out. If anything, I think he might have stuck with him a little too long. Thank yeah. God for Clay Holmes getting out of that jam the way he did. But uh, Garrett Cole was absolutely hideous. The offense outside of Giancarlo Stanton was absolutely non-existent. Phil Nevin throws in a little decision at third base to go along the way. Yeah, it was a really bad night for the Yankees. It really was. And... <laughs> Gosh, Gordon, there's so many places to begin, right? Oh, and yeah. obviously obviously, you talk about Garrett Cole, but here's the other situation that you look at, and we've been talking about it. It's why does this offense just disappear like that? Clearly, you you could see that Evaldi had his stuff tonight. So I don't know if Gordon being aggressive with him was the right move because I think you really need to get his pitch count up because you want to get into that Boston bullpen. Absolutely. But you know what? He was throwing strikes. Yeah. I mean, they were not doing it. He was aggressive in the zone. He was he was going attacking the Yankee hitters as much as he could. Um, and uh, he did a great job. So, you know, that was one of the things that worried me because he was so bad last time out. And the Yankees time at, at Fenway was so great the last time that kind of worried me going into tonight. But uh, as as worried as I was about Garrett Cole going into tonight, he was even worse than that. Yeah. I didn't think that he would be this bad. Um, but that said, as bad as he was, and he was terrible, he was as bad as you could be, he left the game a 3 nothing game in, what, the fourth inning, right? Yeah. I mean, the third inning, whatever. Third whatever. Inning. Third yeah, third inning. inning. Yeah. So, I mean, 3 nothing anywhere is not insurmountable. Certainly not at Fenway Park, it's not insurmountable. Um, but for this Yankee offense in the postseason, it is a story we have seen time and time again. And just to get back to your point, I would agree with you, Larry. Like when the Knicks season ended the way it did against the Hawks, everybody everywhere said, you know what? You simply have to go get more talent on this team. I hope that the Yankees organization 
realizes there needs to be improvements to this team, this offense all season. You know, usually the offense is great in the regular season and it goes south in the postseason. The offense all season, we were saying, if it's not Judge and Stanton, who is it going to be? Well, tonight it was nobody. And it wasn't even really Judge. It was Stanton. I mean, Stanton came within a few feet of hitting three home runs in this game. And even if he hit those home runs, I don't know if the Yankees would win. He was three for four. The rest of the Yankees were three for 32. Mm. It's unbelievable. It it really is. And other messages tonight, Gordon. Uh, You win some more games. Hey, you're not playing this game tonight. (laughs) You're in Tampa's spot. You're hosting the winner of this game. B, even if you're in this situation, you win two or three more games. Gordon, you're hosting this game at the stadium where I guarantee you those home runs are out of the ballpark. So it's it's really the Yankees are – in this situation because of how they've played all season, whether it's bad base running, whether it's bad fielding, whether it's bad starting pitching, whether the bullpens had issues, injuries, uh, bad hitting. It's just, it's really been a synopsis of this whole season. And I know everybody's going to want to go for Aaron Boone. I get it. I understand. But, you know, it's not just him. Okay. There's other pieces that have to be changed. And we go back to Nevin and Gordon, I text you and I told you, yeah. uh, just my second guess, if Gallo, who hasn't hit worth a darn since he's been here, is not on bay, is not on deck, I don't think he sends Judge. I think he felt he really had to get Judge in because Gallo hasn't hit since he's been here. Yeah, I mean, look, it was a bad send. Uh, it took – I mean, the Red Sox executed it perfectly, but the problem was they didn't have to execute it perfectly. I mean, he was dead to rights at the plate, but I hear what you're saying, right? I mean, nobody else on this team scores any runs. And Nevin, who I feel like during the regular season – was was really uh, you know conservative on his sends. This is the one time that it seems like he went aggressive, and it was the wrong one. Although I think the stat they gave uh, that I heard uh, on you know the post game was twenty two guys. The Yankees got thrown out yeah. at home plate. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, outside of hitting into double plays, I felt like this game tonight was kind of a microcosm of the season. Cole was not nearly as good as he needed to be when he needed to be good. The offense didn't do a whole lot. Uh, They didn't score any runs. They made another out on the base path. So uh, for me, as a Yankee fan, usually when the season ends, for any fan, you feel, you know, uh, despondent. I don't feel despondent about this game as Mm -hmm. much because clearly the Red Sox were better. And I I just don't think the Yankees were a very good team this year. I think that's really what it gets down to. I just don't – the makeup of this team was just not very good. Um, I I guess where the despondence comes in – is because it used to be you're supposed to be winning the division. And mm-hmm. not only have you now fallen way behind where the Rays are, the Rays are light and, you know, they're, they're leaps and bounds ahead of where you are after this season. Now you're falling behind even the Red Sox. Now you're falling to, like, the last playoff spot just to get into the postseason. So hopefully this is going to be an offseason where the Yankees have that moment of reckoning. I got to see it to believe it because the way they have put this team together – is simply not good enough. And you mentioned the last spot. And listen, in Toronto almost took that one from you. Right, exactly. You don't, you don't think they're going to get better next year? Yeah, they are. No question. Let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Lonnie's in Long Island. Lonnie, you're first on ESPN New York tonight. Gentlemen, how you doing, Larry and guys? How you doing? I'm, I'm a disgusted Yankee fan. All year I've been seeing it. I could name 10 or 15 games the Yankees blew. They win 10 or 15 in those games, they could win the division. But I tell you what, the Yankees need to fire their whole staff because they're horrible, all of them. 
and, and go get the whole Tampa Bay, double their salaries, <laughs> and tell them to come in here and get our ball club going. And we need to get rid of some of those 240 hitters and get some 300 hitters. I mean, that slugging don't win in, in postseason. It just don't get it done. You can't hit. You can't hit a home run every game. You gotta have. You gotta do something different. Well, the Red Sox the hit two thing. home runs tonight that were the difference in the game. They had a two-run home run in the first inning, and they had another one from Schwarber that chased Cole. So to say that you you, exactly. you can't hit home runs in the postseason, you can, but you actually have to hit them. The Yankees don't hit anything. That's the problem. They had three hits outside of Giancarlo Stanton. They got to get better hitters. Because it's not just about hitting home runs. How about I'm, getting some I'm sort of hit? They can't hit. They need a hitting coach to show them how no, to No, they hit. need better show players. Show them how to do things. They, they, need need they, they, they need better players, my friend. Thanks for the phone call. I understand the emotion, but look. Because when they hit, they hit. So it's not the hitting coach. <laughs> it's right. not them. It's their inability for consistency, Gordon. And and that's because you get a team sometime, and you could see this team from tonight, Gordon. I think they were swinging for the fences from the start of the game. I just do. And, yeah. and I don't know that that's the right move. Well, I mean, the bottom of the lineup tonight was Gardner, Urshela, Higashioka, and Velasquez. Um, not so that, not going to help you. Yeah, that's not going to help you. Torres was 0 for 4 tonight. Gallo does absolutely nothing. His numbers, you want to hear his numbers since oh. he got here? Uh, he hit 157. He had wow. uh, a batting average of 161 with runners in scoring position and left 91 men on base. Could you imagine? I mean, Yankee fans, you talk about mm-hmm. things that depress you for next year. He's going to be here. Yeah, you're going to get the full Joey Gallo experience next year. And I'm not saying that he doesn't have he doesn't have strengths. He's a great fielder. He's got some athleticism. What you need? You need a lefty bat. But boy, oh boy. Um, the the full Joey Gallo experience next year is going to be rough. Unless he changes some things or they work with him, Gordon. He's got to change his I mean, approach. He's, he's got to. You, he, he doesn't make contact at all. I, look, you're preaching <laughs> to the choir here, but, I mean, a guy who is, is, is this established as the major league player, um, I don't, I, I, I'm not really expecting him to, uh, to change his approach at this point, right? I mean, he, he's been in the majors for seven, eight years at least. He's 28 years old, 27 years old, whatever uh-huh. he is. Yeah. Um, this, this is him. He's going to hit probably under 200. He's going to strike out uh, 200 times. He's going to hit some home runs. He'll play nice, uh, a nice outfield for you generally, but it comes at a price. Yeah, it does. Success. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Success. I mean, and, look, and, and, and you no know protection me, with him up. You know me. I'm not. I'm not. Let's get back to small ball. Let's nope. bunt. Let's. You nope. know me. I say you got to be able to hit home runs in the postseason. The teams that win this year will hit home runs in the postseason, but it has to be a little bit more. I mean, you can't hit home runs every single time up. You need something mm-hmm. other than that, and it just for a very short sample size, the postseason is going to be even if it were longer than what, what, what it is for the Yankees, I just don't know if Joey Gallo is going to have that much of an impact for you when he just does not make contact even semi-regularly. Yeah, it, 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 it's a tough spot for you because, you know, you, here's the thing. You look at Tampa, you even look at Boston, even with some of their flaws, they can beat you more than one way. And that's what, and we've been sitting here having this conversation with the, about the Yankee offense in the postseason for years. Mm-hmm. And, and nothing has changed. They get no. to the postseason and see the home run or nothing, right. and they end up, being in there, end up going home early again. Yeah. You, need, you need guys that can get on base. And, and Gallo will walk. He will have his walks. But I need somebody that can put the bat on the ball sometime uh, and it not be you know the 40 times that he hits home runs in the course of the season. So, um, you know, we've, we've kind of questioned 
after last offseason, the, the, the approach that the Yankees took, cutting payroll, uh, it's going to be very interesting. Was that just a one-time thing? And now they're going to get back to being the Yankees. Let's hope so, because if they if this is the new normal where they're going to be under the luxury tax and they're not going to spend more than than that number is, um, I don't even know if they will. With this kind of team, they have to make some pretty significant changes, especially to the lineup. I can't see it being the new normal, Gordon. I, I just don't. They have to put people in the, in the stands, in the seats, right. and people are not going to come out to watch a team like this, especially after this year. And I'm going to tell you something. Uh, and I know we're going to hear about it. I already heard it. I give credit to Michael K on yes and some of the other guys. Showalter started it. I don't know if the if the leg the injury from Cole was healed and whatnot. And listen, like K said, you took the ball. You got you got to do a better exactly. job than what you did. Absolutely. And and here's the bottom line: this is this right now does not look like a good signing, Gordon, because these are the reasons he's here. Okay, oh, giving up no. giving up I mean, a bunch of home runs on, on July 5th. Okay, we'll deal with it. Win or take home game, this this is why thirty six million. You got to do a better job, my friend. No, I mean if his leg were removed, right? Like if his leg was hanging off, he, you have to be able to get more than when six outs in an elimination game. And uh, I hope it is. I hope I hope that they're right that it was coming back from the hamstring because he was not good down the stretch. He was not no. good against Toronto. He nope. was bad against Cleveland. So um, I, I hope that that's what it is because you're going to he's he's here for a very long time. And he's making a ton of money, so you, you need to get him straightened out and, and, and for him to get back to how he pitched for the majority. I mean, you have to say, he did pitch for the majority well. of the season very well. He He'll probably he finish second or third in the Cy Young, but tonight, woof, and that's one he's going to have to carry around for a very long time. He's going to have to have an outstanding game in a big spot in the postseason to try to erase what happened tonight. No question uh, about he it. He will have to go. You know what he should do? He should go talk to one Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, he should. He certainly heard it before. Uh huh. Absolutely, and has responded very and well the past around. two Absolutely. seasons. Yep. Special edition of the show going till one a.m. Hardesty and Damer till then. Taking your calls at one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Following the Yankees elimination at the hands of the Boston Red Sox, Yankees lose six two. And Gordon, our Marley Rivera reports that Alex Cora said the Red Sox learned a lot from being swept by the Yankees, and they prepared for this game differently, particularly. Nate Evaldi, and you could see all this delayed motion, all this other stuff. He, they learned a lot, and and still, the Yankees still Stanton missed home runs, Gordon by inches. Yeah. That that that's the problem that I have with that statement because Evaldi usually owns the Yankees. So like, did he forget all those things that he knew already? And with all those things that he learned from the last time out. If Stanton just hits the ball, I mean, the first one I thought was out, right? Like the way yes. that the ball went off the, the, the bat, yep. the, the angle, the camera, everybody thought that that was gone. Uh, the other one, I mean, he hit rocket after rocket tonight off of Evaldi. So uh, I don't know necessarily that uh, I'm going to buy that much uh, of, of that they learned that much. Right. Let's not give up home runs to Giancarlo Stanton <laughs> and, and get judge. knocked around like he did the last time. It's very simple. Let the let other people in the lineup beat us. Don't let those guys beat us. And you make mistakes, they're going to hit them. And they were successful, Gordon. They didn't let Judge and Stanton beat them tonight. That's what they did. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, it wasn't from a lack of trying. No, Stanton sure wasn't. Some, it, it really, if the Yankee, if, if the Red Sox don't have that dopey ballpark, the Yankees might not have scored any runs tonight, right? They hit those two shots <laughs> sure. down that right. right field, that dopey foul pole. Yep. Um, and uh, that was it. That was it. Back to the phones we go. Dylan's in Flushing. Dylan, you're next on 98.7.
Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Dylan. Guys, you hear me? Yeah, yeah we, got, we you. got you. Go ahead. Go ahead, my friend. Oh, okay. I was sure I've heard you. Well, um, I've been staring at my TV for the last 20 minutes in complete silence. I've thrown three things across my bedroom. So now that I've composed myself, I'm going to say the following. I understand he's going to be here for another offseason. I understand Cash is going to be here for another offseason. But these two bums need to get out because you know what? It's been 12 years of watching the same. You're just you're, 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 putting, you're putting the car in drive, and you're putting it up to 60, but you're not going full speed limit. All right, you're not taking it to the max. I feel like we're always just getting on the edge of getting good, and that for some reason we just keep plateauing. And now I'm seeing it again, and now I'm seeing it in a worse way. Like, I don't know what is making me say this, and I don't want to be too early on this, on this, but I don't think Garrett Cole was a good signing. I don't like the look of a guy who came from a cheating franchise over to our team and is now putting up performances like that and we're trying to have people call him a Cy Young uh, potential winner. I don't see it. I think I see him as an overpaid. He does not know how to handle um, pressured situations. And in a game like this where you're being paid to win games like this and you're putting yourself out of here in, I mean, in, in three, four innings, I, it's, I, don't, I don't see where this is going. I don't see how Boone's leadership, I don't see how Cass spending – makes the Yankees get better no matter who we choose to sign in this offseason. Because with the people that we have right now, we've seen nothing but inconsistency, and I feel like we're still going to keep going into that if we keep the same people in charge. I think there needs to be more movement at the top of the ladder just as much as there needs to be in the roster. Well, we'll see what happens, Dylan. Thanks for the phone call. And, Gordon, listen, on the K-Show today, there was this conversation about if the Yankees lose this game, this might be a tough situation for Boom. Remember, his contract is up at the yep, end of as of right now, yep. um, because the season's over. His contract is up, so you know, will they move on for him? Could he be made the scapegoat? I mean, let's face it. Uh, what what was the stat they gave on the post game? Oh, there he's eleven and eleven in the postseason after winning what over two hundred, almost three hundred games in the regular season in three right. years. Yeah. <laughs> It's not good. Um, well, look, uh, here's the thing. I'm not, you know me, I'm not a huge fan of Aaron Boone. I will say tonight was not Aaron Boone's fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing that happened tonight is Aaron Boone's fault. Um, tonight it was Garrett Cole's fault. Tonight it was the offense's fault. Uh, even the bullpen chipping in. Uh, Phil Nevin's fault. So um, I-, I hope that there is, at the very least, there has to be a change of approach. There has to yeah. be, you have to leave yourself open to, to, to look at the, how things turned out. And I would hope that the biggest change, again, the biggest change last offseason was they trimmed $50 million of payroll to get under the luxury tax threshold. The Yankees have to get back to being the Yankees, and that starts with Hal Steinbrenner going out and, and identifying players that they can improve this off. It shouldn't be hard. they got to go find somebody to play shortstop on a regular basis. There's a lot of decisions to make. I think that that's where it starts. Um, I, I, I just I have a hard time entertaining the Cashman is going to go or he needs to go because I know he's not going to go. Mm-hmm. So it's like I almost feel like it's a waste of time even discussing it. Yeah, he'll be there. He'll Spring be training, there. you'll see him. He'll be right back there. Now, I do think that you know the fact that Boone's contract is up at least leaves open the possibility of maybe they can. Um, but again, I feel like that's Cashman's guy. Mm-hmm. So it, it is almost like he's being treated as a scapegoat because I just don't think this team was very good. Now, I don't think he added anything to it. And if he goes, I think that you could find someone else to do, you know, a reasonably as good a job, if not better. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I don't really think he's adding anything, but I didn't watch tonight and think to myself, you know what? This one's on Aaron Boone. It wasn't. Yeah. And then the other consideration, you got a bunch of guys that you're paying who are injured and are always injured. Yep. And so what do you do with those guys? I mean, you want to feel, okay, you want to send a fielder, but you got to send the fielder that, yep. that you're waiting, that you've got, what, four more years to pay? To pay well, him? look, he, he's not going to get any healthier in the next four years. So you can <laughs> you, you can cut off your nose to spite your face and say, well, we already signed a center field. You know, obviously, that was a bad signing. You have, to, you have to go out now and find someone who can play center field on a regular basis. It can't be Brett Gardner. You got to go find a shortstop who can play the position. Hopefully somebody who bats, you know, from the left side of the plate to get a little bit more diversity in the lineup. What are you going to do with Rizzo? Is he going to be back? How much is he going to be asking for? That's another question you have to answer. And if it's not him, who is it going to be at first base? So they, they've got a lot of things to do. So um, and, and just to go back to Cole. Cole was terrible tonight. Yes. He is the headline by far. Yes. To now make this out like Garrett Cole can't pitch in the postseason, I think is a little silly. He has a career – up until tonight, he had a career ERA in the postseason of 2.68. Mm-hmm. So he 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 can handle pitching in the postseason. He stunk tonight. He, he absolutely did. killed you tonight. So um, and that's something he's going to have to wear for a very long time. Absolutely. He needs that spider tech. <laughs> he, just, look, I, I mean that is a does. concern. I mean that is an absolute right. I mean that is an absolute concern that he might very well. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna rely on the people who follow and are in the game more than I am, like the Michael Mm -hmm. K's of the world who say, well, it's probably the hamstring. But as a fan sitting here with the way he put now, he pitched good at times. He pitched well at times without it. But that consistency of the guy who I got, the guy I bought, a little bait and switch right now, right? I mean, you thought you were getting one thing, and you certainly tonight got something completely. Tonight was not spider tech. Tonight he just stunk. Yeah, yeah. And, And it makes you wonder, you know, in the games that he did pitch, well, you have to go back and look at the competition. Right, you got to go back, and look at the competition. Go back and look at when he faced them. Were they in the hitting slump? Were they just struggling? Because you know he just Gordon for the last month he's not been good. No, he's I not mean his ERA has been no. almost eight. Yeah, no, he was not good down the stretch. You would think that some of that did have to do with um, with the hamstring injury. Yeah. And maybe he was trying to force and COVID, it. But had yeah, the COVID and, too. and did have COVID, so you know maybe that's part of it as well. But look, you know. We all know the game, and we can try and change the game or try to excuse it away. If you go out there, you got to perform. And he did not perform tonight. He was terrible. Brutal. Jonathan's in Los Angeles. He's next on 98.7. Hey, how's it going? What's up, Jonathan? Jonathan, what's going on, man? Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, Yeah, I was just calling. First of all, it's a sad day here. I know in L.A., all of these people are getting ready for tomorrow, but I think I'm the only one pretty sad right here. But uh, I just hope, man, that uh, man, I just hope that the Yankees just don't go out and start spending like crazy, like on a Bobby Ray, and give him like a five, six year, I don't know, twenty five million a year contract, and then what's gonna happen? He's gonna have like a four something ERA. I just hope they don't just go out and start spending dumb, basically, just with the big names. They should sign like those one year contracts, two year contracts, guys that are hungry. What happened on the thirteen game winning streak? It was good guys that were hungry. Greg Allen, these guys wanted to make the roster. So you you don't want him to go get Robbie Ray, get more Greg Allen's, okay? All right. (laughs) I hear what you're saying, Jonathan. Thanks for the phone call. Here's here's what I'll interpret it for you. Whoever they get, 
Don't sign them to long-term deals. You want a two- or three-year okay. deal, so if it doesn't work out, you're not stuck with them forever. I get that. But let, let's kind of upgrade the competition, <laughs> upgrade the talent that you're trying to get because you're not going to win with those guys either, even if you sign them for one or two years. Yeah, I, I mean, look, Robbie Ray is going to get paid. Uh, he's going to be the American League Cy Young, deserves to be the American League Cy Young, and he's still a fairly young guy at 29. He's had some other good years, and he's been a guy that Cashman, I know in the past, has been talk about him really liking, likes the strikeout stuff and all that type of stuff. So uh, that's a conversation for down the road. To me, the, the, the number one focus for the Yankees has to be improving the offense. They did not hit like they're supposed to hit this year. Outside of Judge, outside of Stanton, the offense was bad. How do you fix it? Anthony's in Nyack. Hey, Tony, you're next on 98.7. Hi. Uh, my, I'm very sad that the Yankees lost. I, I'd like to see a change. What they should have done was um, try, let me see, let me see, let me, um, try to see if they could put Derek Cole in the bullpen and maybe um, – Anthony, I'll save you. Anthony, my friend, thanks for the phone call. I'll save you. At $36 million, he is not going to the bullpen. Who do you say? Oh, put Garrett Cole in the bullpen? At $36 million, he's not going to the bullpen, my friend. He's going to have to work this out for the next. And he's got, what, six more years? Five more years left? (laughs) I I expected whenever the Yankees season ends, it is always followed with anger. Panic. Oh, my God. Anger, just fury, like blind rage. Now, that usually leads us down some very weird uh, alleys and weird uh, places. Uh, so far tonight, uh, it's led us to some very strange places. We want to sign more Greg Allens and not Robbie Rays. Yes. And uh, now we want to put Garrett Cole in the bullpen. Uh, could you imagine? I mean, you think people are after Cashman now. Cashman <laughs> comes out tomorrow and says, you know what? We're going to put Garrett Cole in the bullpen. Then guess what? He won't be here. You won't no, have to worry right, about it. Right, Even He'll Hal would have to be like, wait a second, what's, what, we're doing what now? <laughs> He'll be gone. There's no question. And the and bullpen's listen. the one area of kind of strength. Like, the bullpen is kind of was kind of rounding into form before tonight. And listen, the way he's pitched, you couldn't put him in the bullpen either. No, I got him. <laughs> I had Andrew Haney. I, I, don't, I already oh, got God. Andrew Haney. The problem was Cole pitched like Andrew Haney tonight. He did. At Walt Gecko told us, Gordon, I, if George still ran the Yankees, I suspect he would, after this loss, fire the entire analytics department, not replace them, and let Boone Sinker swim without analytics managing the way it used to be done. We'll take more phone calls in a minute, but Gordon, ladies and gentlemen, they don't play that game anymore. He's not here. I, I, I don't, like, I don't understand not how people are still blaming the analytics. There's more than all the teams that are successful are using analytics. It's not the now you got to be able to read the analytics. And I would also say I get the feeling like a lot of people that say now, well, you know, if George were still alive, weren't actually alive for a good stretch of when George was alive. (laughs) Go look at from like 1982 till he got suspended again. It wasn't a lot of glory years for the New York Yankees, and George was changing managers, changing GMs, changing pitching coaches, signing guys who were over the hill. It was not a whole bunch of glory days. Now, would I like Hal to be a little bit more like George? Yes, and I think that this is the offseason to do it. And here's the thing. The suspension was the best thing for him. Oh, my gosh. It changed your life as a Yankee fan. Absolutely. (laughs) The Columbus shuttle was put out of business. Yeah, and and Stick Michael (laughs) took over. That's right. He made some changes. And guess what? Homegrown. Let's keep the talent we had. Remember how many talent? Talented players who got shipped out of town, Gordon? Oh, Fred McGriff, uh, Doug Drabeck. Uh, look, the list can go on and on and on. I mean, obviously, you know, my contract's up and, uh, you know, 
I haven't had any conversations with anyone about that. So we'll see, you know, there's, you know, I love being here. I love going to work with this group and love going to work with this group of players. Um, you know, we'll see. Aaron Boone on his contract or lack thereof. Let it's ESPN me, New York tonight here on 98.7. Go ahead, Gordon. Yeah, I, I'm like sitting here, and maybe this is the, the delusion of the moment, but I think if Aaron Boone is back and that Cashman is back, there's actually a silver lining in that. Hmm. Because if you're bringing both of those guys back, then ownership has to say, you know what? We need better players. We need to go out and spend a ton of money because otherwise, what change? You can't very well make it on the final day in the last inning for the final wild card and say, you know what? Eh, this is a pretty good team. We could just bring them back again next year. Like, if that's the approach that the Yankees take this offseason, I never want to hear Hal Steinbrenner talk about how he burns to win and he's a Steinbrenner and all these type of things. So, is it possible? Am I delusional by thinking if you're not changing the GM? You're not changing the manager. There's got to be some big changes, right? Yeah, you would think. You would th- You would hope. Would unless hope, unless it's the theory of, okay, well, let's let's bring in some other people to make the changes that we're going to make because these people have made changes and we're not happy with the changes they've done. You're talking so about Cashman. You're yeah. talking about Cashman. Oh, look, I mean, yeah. that is a way they could go. I, I don't think, you know, just listening to people around the game, it doesn't seem like that's going Does, to happen. I agree. I agree. Um, but, no, I mean, that's, that's certainly a way you could go. Um, and um, I, I, th- I think that um, it, d- it would depend on who you're bringing in. But Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while now. I mean, what, 2017? Well, yeah. I, I mean, look, I, I don't blame Boone for tonight. But, right, I mean, you, after 2017, you got to within a game of the World Series. You've never been that close again. No. Um, and and that was the young, fresh bombers who you thought mm-hmm. that this this is going to be the new approach that's going to unlock these guys' potential. Hasn't really turned out that way. You for, thought they were going to be Tampa. What's that? You, you thought they were going to be the Rays, the way the Rays have turned out. Right. That's what you thought this team was going right. to be. Right. Consistent success, challenging, winning the division, challenging for a shot at the World Series for consecutive years. They were going to be the gold standard. That's what you thought this team was going to be. Yep, it has not been that. It has, has not, not been that in any way. And, um, you know, uh, you, you take a look. You know, like, Judge has turned out to be as great as you thought, right? Yeah. But Sanchez hasn't been. Nope. Severino hasn't been Injured. because of the, the injury and Glaber. all that type of stuff. Glaber, right? That's another one. That's a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, look, th- this is not – you know, it would be one thing if this was a team where you're saying, um, wow, th- this team is right on the cusp. It feels like this team is getting further away from that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Buddha's in the Bronx. He's next on 98.7. Hey, Buddha. Oh, boy. This this wasn't good, guys. This was not good. You know, Garrett Cole, uh, you, 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 I mean, hamstring, COVID, uh, whatever it is, you can't come out there and do that. You nope. can't come out here and do that. You didn't give us a chance. You give us a chance. Well, he gave us a chance oh, only because he left the game. <laughs> if he had stayed <laughs> yeah. in the game, then we really wouldn't have had a chance. By pulling him when they did, that was the best chance he gave us tonight. I mean, listen, Boone, you know, it is what it is. I mean, he's probably not going to survive this. But, I mean, at a certain point, I feel sorry for him. It was like he was out there playing Twister. 
you know, you're trying to put the hand on the red dot, the mm-hmm. foot on the green circle. I mean, it's just, it was, it, it's just, it, it's, you know, not only do they need a center fielder, not only do they need a shortstop, they need a catcher as well. Yeah, and between absolutely. the center fielder and, and, and the shortstop, one of those guys has to be a leadoff hitter. I mean, this team is not, I mean, it, it's so one-dimensional and based on two or three guys, I mean, Glaber Torres, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with him. This is a bad look. And if they're going to get rid of Boone, which they will be in their right to do so, it's like you said, he hasn't really distinguished himself or whatever. But as a fan, if you're going to get rid of Boone and Cashman's going to come back, what, what, what hope am I going to have? You're the one that put this foolishness out there. Yep. You know, this is, you know, the Gallo, what is he batting, like 170? I mean, I mean come on. It's, 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 you know, you got to keep Rizzo. You got to keep Rizzo. I mean, I don't know what else you're going to get better than that's on the market there. But, I mean, you know, listen, this is a bad deal, man. This is a bad deal. And not only that, you need another starting pitcher, too. Like, look at it. When you think about all the problems on this team, I mean, you could blame it on on Boone, and you could blame it on you know this person didn't come up and didn't do what they needed to do. Listen here, there's so many holes here that puts the blame squarely on the person who's acquiring the talent. Absolutely. And you know, if you're gonna bring Boone back, or if you're not gonna bring Boone back, like, what's your explanation to the fans? What's he gonna do? Brian Cash is he gonna try harder? You know, you talking about the guy called. You talking about he hoped that they don't spend. They need to spend another hundred million dollars. There's an issue here with talent. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't disagree with anything they're saying, Buddha. Um, yeah, and and if if you are going to swap out Boone for somebody, like I think Yankee fans are thinking that like Buck Showalter's coming back. Whoever they do go out, if they do replace Boone with someone else. It's going to be the same kind of guy. It's going to be the same deal. Remember, when Girardi was was out, and there were people, there were a lot more people back then than there are now saying, oh, you know, Binder Joe, and he's too Mm -hmm. by the book, and all these type of things. How'd that change go? Did all of a sudden that change anything, or did it only get worse? Did it only go more in that direction? So um, I I completely agree with you, Buddha. Like, if you're you're blaming Boone for this, uh, and you're going to replace him with someone else, you better be changing a whole lot of the players, too, because that, I think, is the bigger issue. Yeah, it is. Thanks for the like phone you call, said, Buddha. And, and you know what? Uh, go ahead, backwards. Buddha. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it is. It's they true. got one division title in nine years. I mean, like, we think about, oh, well, the Yankees are in the playoffs every single year. They won one division title in that span. Yeah. They're coming in second every year. They're getting in because there's wild cards. That's not that's not what you were expecting. That's not what you were uh, looking for when 2017 ended and you thought, okay, now we got all these young, fresh stars. You are absolutely getting further away than you are getting closer. At ESPN Stats and Info, Gordon, Marley Rivera tweeted out, Garrett Cole has now taken the loss in three winner-take-all postseason games, the most all-time. Well. Um, if I could have him, uh, you know, with the sticky stuff, I'll take my chances. And did, by the way, great back page by the New York Post. Did you see it already? No, I haven't seen it yet. Obviously, you know about, you know, Bucky blanking Dent. Yes. Uh, they have uh, the back page today is Garrett bleeping Cole. <laughs> and rightfully so. <laughs> rightfully so. Absolutely. Yeah, I think coming in. The ball coming in looked like it was going to be kind of an in-between hop to the to the infielder. 
Bogarts did a good job of creating a hop, catching it clean, and and, and obviously throwing it home and, and getting them. But and and that kind of squashed a potential rally there. So I, I think what he saw was what he thought was going to be kind of an in-between hop and really a, a tough chance. Aaron Boone on what he thinks Phil Nevin saw to send Aaron Judge home in the play that, well, Gordon could have made some differences. I definitely felt like a, a mo- I don't know necessarily that I believe in momentum, um, but that definitely, like they didn't get anything going after that. Like that was like the last and final real chance in the game. That's what happens when you're getting these winner-take-all games. Yep. It's one or two plays. Makes and, a whole and, difference. And they talk about baseball being a game of inches. I don't yes. know if it was inches with Stanton's home runs, but, uh, I mean, a couple of feet. Obviously, yeah. the judge play at the plate, he was out by a good margin, but still, uh, you know, um, it, 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 there, were, there were plays to be made, and they did not make them. Let's put they it did not. Did not. Lou's in Nashville. He's next on 98.7. Hey, Lou. Hey, how are you guys doing? I um, I was listening to you guys speak. There is no way that uh, Cashman is going. You know, him and the Steinbrenner owner now, these guys basically grew up together, you know, and they're, they, these people are like family. I don't think he's going to win a vet do. The other thing is Aaron Boone has not done anything wrong. The only thing that bothers me about Aaron Boone is when he starts talking, you know, uh, you know, when he starts giving excuses about the players, the way he manages the games are usually, you know, most of it is analytically driven. You put another guy there, you and I could do the same thing that he does if you're just looking at numbers. I mean, I granted the relationships you have with the players are helpful. The Yankees need a stud, a, a good hitting shortstop, a good hitting and fielding catcher, another stud pitcher. And, you know, I don't know what happened to our farm system, but we had like the richest farm system, you know, in the, in the league a couple of years ago. I think that some of these guys have all had off years at the same time, um, including Sanchez and DJ LeMayhew. I, he, this is the worst year he's had in years. Um, and I, I don't know, maybe just having Gliber Torres as second and not having him have the pressure of being the shortstop would help his bat some, because uh, obviously he's comfortable. Um, the only person that I really don't know about is uh, the new outfielder who, who bats something that's, like, embarrassing. I don't even understand how he's on the team. Joey Gallo. Like 150. Yeah, Joey Gallo. Yeah, Joey Gallo. Um, I would love to keep the first baseman, and, um, and I, I would spend the money on those four positions, or three positions. A starting a starting pitcher, a, uh, a catcher that's you know uh, more well rounded than what we have, and a good hitting shortstop, um, because everybody has shown you know uh, signs of, of of being really good at different intervals, but they just haven't had a solid season. Somebody's been hurt, or somebody goes into a so slump. Lou. What do you, I'm um, curious, Lou? What are you doing with Sanchez? You know something. I, I don't have faith in him. You know, he seems like a prima donna. He needs a lot of a lot of uh, energy, and he's not great behind the plate either. Um, you know, I would love uh, just like a better all-around catcher. No, I, I get I get what you're saying, Lou. Lou, I get what you're saying. That thanks for the phone call. But Gordon, what are you going to do with him? And clearly, they had the opportunity to move on from him last year, and they didn't do it. And you could argue he had a better season this year than last year. 
Uh, yeah. Um, offensively, yeah. not defensively, no. but offensively, I he mean, was better. He's uh, he has another year of arbitration, um, so I'm sure he's going to be making more than he was making this year. I think he was five <laughs> six million this year. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure what they what they plan on. Do. I know what I would do. Uh, I have to find somebody who I can kind of rely on, who's a little steadier behind the plate. Uh, Absolutely. And, and and you know, like we kind of. It would be okay if he were the offensive force that he was a few years back. You know, from this point, he's had a couple of stretches this year where he was red hot. But other than that, I mean, he was he was he was just as bad. Yeah. I mean, he's not he's not uh, he's not the offensive player, and he's not a good defensive player. So no. Nope. I mean, what <laughs> what are you giving? And you know, it's funny in, in the caller saying that. Uh, well, I need I need a, a shortstop. I need a catcher. I need a pitcher. I need. Yeah, you need a lot of things. Sure do. So what you're saying is if you need all those things, this was not a very good team. And that, nope. again, goes back to Brian Cashman. It does. It does. And now does do you have the faith in him? And I get what you're saying. He's probably not going anywhere. I got it. Yeah, but no, I think we both agree on that. Do you have the faith that he's going to all of a sudden now make all the right decisions? I don't know. He's due. <laughs> he can't go worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I mean, I will say worse. last offseason was a very weird offseason. It was. They brought back LeMayhew, which everybody wanted to do, and LeMayhew was terrible this year. Uh, Not and his then they fault. didn't really spend any other money. So Couldn't. Under yeah. orders. Yeah, under orders, right? They reset that luxury tax threshold, though, huh? That's Good it. stuff. That's it. So let's go. Let's. Uh, now that you got the money, listen, you got, you got a big tax return? Spend mm-hmm. it. Spend yeah. it. That's right. what you got to do. Make this there. team. And the interesting thing, you know, you talk about shortstops and shortstops, and um, our Jake the Snake was on Twitter talking about Yankee fans wanting Carlos Carrasco after they killed him for cheating Correa. with the Astros. Yeah, Correa. Car- Carlos Correa. Correa, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, Correa. Uh, I mean, um, I, I, look, there's a lot of things that I'd be shocked about. If that's the move that the Yankees go make, I'll be absolutely stunned. That would be more stunning to me than Brian Cashman leaving. Wow. If they went out and got Carlos Correa after everything yeah. that went on between those. I mean, how do you bring that guy into a clubhouse where a lot of the same guys are still going to be here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Look, I mean, they did it with Cole. That's but right. It, Cole wasn't the, 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 the offensive player, right? Like, right. he was on the team, but. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting. It would be interesting, Gordon. The name be. that I and heard, you know, thing. the name that was out there, I think it was Bob Clappish that reported it, like, before the season was Corey Seager. Mm-hmm. Dodgers shortstop. I think he's right. 27, 28, left-handed hitter. Now, he's mm-hmm. been hurt a lot, uh, yeah. but as a good offensive player, that would be somebody I would uh, – that would be interesting to me. But here's the, here's the interesting thing about this, Gordon, to, to counteract what you just said about Korea. Don't you think he might not get a lot of money because people are not going to want him on the team? He might be a bargain. Um, no, I don't think it will really impact him. But I do think it would be like if we talk about a. Cl- I'm not a big believer in in clubhouse makeup. Like, yes. you, you have to get the talent first. Right. But right, that would be a really weird way. That would be like going and getting Jose Altuve. Right, we're gonna get Altuve <laughs> to play second. I mean, that would be a little weird, right? It would be as long as long as he brought the microphone with him. It would be right. okay. Bring the buzzer. <laughs> Keep the buzzer under your shirt. Don't Fran's in Massapequa. Hey, Fran, you're next on 98.7. What's up, fellas? How you doing? Fran, what's going on? Uh, nothing much. Just a happy Mets fan. We fired Rojas and the almighty Yankees. They, they lost. It's a great day in Medville. Right. I want to just say, you know, 
Yankee fans, not, not all of them, but most of them are a bunch of hypocrites. They hate the Astros for cheating, but they go and get Cole, and he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Him failing for the, as a Yankee is the greatest thing to see. He's a choke. And then you go and think about it. As the Yankees got one-third, one-third of their lineup is invisible, can't get a hit. How – I heard a guy call – I don't know if it was a quarter. more than a third. Was tonight a, it was like analyst. two-thirds. <laughs> yeah, well, tonight. But I'm just saying, you got – Rudo Dog got cut by Texas. Terrible. You got Joey Gallo and you got uh, Brett Gardner, yep. three bums. A guy – I heard an analyst or, or, or a caller, I'm not sure it was, he said – how on earth, if you have Brett Gardner as your starting center fielder, you're not winning? And I was like, this was about a month, a month and a half ago, and I was like, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Their whole organization, every player in the Yankee in Yankeeville, that's the best they can do is have that guy in center field. This is an incredible day as a Met fan because well, look, my friend, live it up. I mean, you you suffered through a brutal season of watching the Mets lose and and finish in third place and not be a factor any time in the second half of the season. Brett Gardner wasn't supposed to be the everyday center fielder. It was supposed to be Aaron Hicks, but obviously he does not. Doesn't matter. I understand. I know that. I know that. But you don't have another guy in the minors to do better than him. I just listen. This is an incredible night for Mets fans. We love it when the Yankees. The bottom line is. Mets fans root for the Mets, and they root for teams that play the Yankees. And it goes up and down. That's just the way it is. We love it. All the Yankee fans, that guy who just called before, what was his name? He was upset. He said they need three players. He called Colin about two hours ago and said the Yankees were going to kick butt. Cole's going to be great. <laughs> and now it's, I just – Yankee fans are the biggest hypocrites in the, in the world. They could never live a day in a Mets fan's shoes. Oh, Mets stop fans it. That's, are true, that's fans. not true. That's All right, fan. All right, fan. Thanks for the phone call. Plenty of down times, bad oh. year. You know, it was a time where the Mets were the team in town. Trust me, I was in high school all those years – and the Met fans would give it to me all the time about this one. How about how about A Rod saying tonight that uh, that uh, Anthony Rizzo, he's like a Keith Hernandez to be adding to the team. That he's going to change the entire culture with the Yankees. And- like the Yankees have a group of rookies on their squad. Right? Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> Anthony Rizzo probably say, what? I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to do that. No, no. I I will. Gordon, I will say this. Um, I understand Fran's feelings. Mm-hmm. But after watching a team that was in first place disappear oh the way that team did, I right. got—I am just quiet. <laughs> I've got right. nothing to say. Well, look, I, I get it. Like you know, you have say. a lot of people in your life who root for the other team, so you like to—you know—if you're miserable, I, I understand that. You want everybody to be miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I don't know that I'd be I'd be ch- chanting it too much though, you know, with I'm the saying. way that you know do, your do, season do, didn't do. end that long ago, you know. Do 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 do. I I haven't seen the postseason since 2016, so I'm quiet. I'm quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking and of listen, teams that need to go do things, I mean, there might be a lot of spending listen. this off season between the Mets and the Yankees. Boy and, oh boy. And speaking of lineups that didn't do anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> For months. Yikes. It's ESPN New York tonight here on 987 ESPN. 1-800-919-3776. Damer until midnight. And Gordon, the reason why we're playing this uh, Brandy song is because one of our listeners tweeted out, uh, Larry, this is Neil Aces, 9915. 
Larry Cashman got to go. His arrogant decisions has this Yankee organization in perpetual almost scenarios when it doesn't need to. To quote R&B singer Brandy, almost doesn't count. There are options to replace him like Theo Epstein, Scott Harris, or Billy Bean. But we don't think he's going anywhere, do we? No. Uh, let me ask you this. Yes. On a percentages, 25% yes. you think he's going, 50-50, 75 he's staying. Where do you think you would go on Boone? Likely staying, likely going, too tough to, you know, a toss-up right now? I'd say it's a toss-up because I believe that somebody's got to pay for the fact that this team underachieved. And and even when they had the opportunity to lock in just home field advantage yeah. for this game, yep. they couldn't get it done. So nope. I think somebody and, – and not that this is his fault, Gordon, but no. how do you reward him to renew his con- – how, yeah. how do you renew his contract? I don't. I mean, look, it, it. You know, back when I talk about like the bad days with George, it was like people paid prices when it wasn't their fault. Now yeah. it seems like it swung the other way completely. Like it's never anybody's fault. Like yeah. everything's great. <laughs> it's true. And it's crazy <laughs> that you fired a manager one game away from going to the World Series, and you have not been close in the four years since, and and are getting further away. Yeah. And you're just just gonna run it all back. Crazy, it is. Go back to the, the one thing. The one thing I would say, though, um, mm-hmm. the fact that he had the health thing in the beginning of the year, maybe they could portray it that way. I don't know. Um, I, I think that I'd probably lean that he's coming back and, and Cashman's coming back. Yeah, I, I would think so. But I mean, one year deal. I don't know. Lame duck skipper. I, I uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't tough. know. How, look, I mean, they don't. They came out during the season. It's not his fault. It's not. It's, that's yeah. not the. It's it's not the players. The players got to play better. So yeah, they did. It's going to be interesting. Donnie's in Queens. Hey, Donnie, you're next on ninety eight seven. Yes, yes. How you guys doing? Uh, thank you for uh, taking my call. You know, I've been trying to call you guys for forever, so I'm, I'm actually excited to to go through. Um, but I wanted to talk a little baseball with you guys, um, you know, fresh off of the Yankees' loss. I'm a diehard Mets fan. I just wanted to piggyback off of my fellow Mets fan earlier that called in and said that this was the greatest day in Metville, and I just wanted to agree, you know. Um, that uh, it, And it's not for all Yankee fans, but a lot of Yankee fans that I know, they crucify us. They crucify us, and they haven't done much to show me that they should be talking as, as crazy as they've been talking. So, I mean, what do you guys feel about that? Uh, I mean, just for me, Donnie, um, I, I, as a Yankee fan, the Yankee fans I know, I mean, like we might raz guys that we know, but I don't really think about the Mets all that much. Like I'm, I'm kind of focused on my team. And like if this were, if the roles were reversed tonight, uh, like maybe privately I might take a little celebration that, that I don't have to hear, you know, the, the constant talk on sports talk radio about the Mets. But I would not be well, like, like at the end of the day, where's my team, right? Like, I want my team to win. That's what I mostly care about. So uh, I got to disagree with you. Yeah, and that's, what, that's where I am, Donnie. Very and true. thanks for the phone call, my friend. Listen, I'm, <laughs> I want my Mets to be in the better. I want my Mets right. to be playing. Right. I'd rather laugh and say, we're still playing. What's happening with you, Yank- with the Yankees? Mm-hmm. That's what I would rather do. We're both home. <laughs> that means we're both not good. <laughs> Whoop-de-doo. Right. <laughs> Brian's in San Diego. Hey, Brian, you're next on 98.7. Hey, gentlemen, how are you? Hey, Brian. What's up, man? Hey, so, um, you know, I, I know the hot topic right now is really Boone and, uh, and Cashman. But that aside, I kind of want to look into, uh, I guess, a little bit of the, the longer play of what it, what's really 
inducing what's been the cause of the Yankees offensive postseason coma for the last, you know, 15 years. They get into a big spot and the bats just kind of shut down. I don't think it's a catchment or a boom thing. So what's, I mean, what are your opinions on why this has been the case for, for a long time now? Well, I mean, I think the offense for me, um, the the reason why it stalled this year, I don't know necessarily that I think it's the same reason that it stalled in the past. In the past, they have not come up with big hits. This year, I just didn't think that their offense was really all that good. I mean, how many nights, Larry, did we sit here and say, if it's not Judge and it's not Stanton, it's nobody. So it's not really that surprising that they didn't come through tonight. It's been, Brian, and thanks for the phone call, it's been a situation where – it's been like this all year. Yeah. I mean, all year it's been like this. And if you're a Yankee fan, Gordon, when you looked at how they played against Tampa this weekend, you had to have an uneasy feeling like, uh-oh, mm-hmm. here we go at the most inopportune time when we really need this offense to go kicking. You can't go quiet now. You can't. And they did. Yep. Uh, and it was not It was not a good It was not a good offense really the whole year. And that and – that, I mean, we, we talked about it all year. Like, the, the, the main thing that's supposed to cover up all the flaws of the Yankees is the offense, right? Like, yeah. the starting pitching might not be that great. The defense might not be that great. The bullpen, uh, the, the, uh, the base running is not, maybe not that great. But the bullpen and the offense were supposed to be the things that carried you. Now, the bullpen over the course, you know, coming down the stretch of the season, that started to round into form. I was actually kind of optimistic about the bullpen going into the postseason. But the mm-hmm. offense was still the offense. If it wasn't Judge and it wasn't Stanton, it generally didn't get done. Tonight, Stanton, three for four. The rest of the Yankees, three for 32. Yep, that says it all. Hit the music, guys. We got a couple of uh, audio bits, audio bites from uh, the Yankees and the Red Sox in the post post game. Speaking of Giancarlo Stanton, Gordon, he was asked about the fly ball in the sixth, where they would have left anywhere else but Fenway Park. Yeah, I was I was upset that uh, that that probably would have left um, most anywhere. Um, so that would have uh, you know would have changed the, the course of the game and you know not not being more of a leave for my benefit, but just you know wouldn't have got a uh, he would have been out at home and we would have been tied in a great spot. So uh, yeah, I was pretty pretty upset about that. One more from Stanton before we hear from Garrett Cole. Gordon, he was asked about the feeling of the Yanks being one game away from hosting this wild card game. Uh, for sure. That's a that's a shit of what a game that you can play. Um, by understanding um, that each game counts. It don't matter if it's in, in freaking March, April. Um, uh, all we needed was one more and we would have this, uh, this at home. So, um, yeah, they'll, they'll come back to bite you. And it did. Gary Cole, Gordon, you know you're going to hear a lot of his audio over the next couple of days. As a matter of fact, you'll be playing of a lot of it in a couple of hours, <laughs> yeah. so we'll save some for you. But this one I thought was real interesting. Here's Gary Cole. Can you describe the disappointment you're feeling not getting the job done? Sick to my stomach. Very simple. How about that? And, and you know what? So are the Yankee fans. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. Sick to stomach. Absolutely. Exactly. Especially when, you you know, you had a two-game lead over the Red Sox with three games left, and you end up mm. playing at Fenway Park, and everything that could go wrong tonight pretty much did. Yep. Last one. Aaron Boone, what was the mood in the clubhouse tonight? Guys are crushed, you know. 
uh, you know, unfortunately we've been in this position where, you know, fortunately we've, we've been in the playoffs every year, but it hasn't ended how we wanted, obviously. And tonight was another tough one to, tough one to, <clears throat> tough one to take. Um, and we've been through a lot of wars with guys in that room and, you know, we got a, a lot of scars. Um, so guys are, guys are bummed. I <laughs> guys are, you pour a lot into this. And I, I guess my message is, you know, first of all, <clears throat> I'm always, I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, I'm grateful to be able to compete with, with that group of guys. All right. That's Aaron Boone. Well, Gordon, take a nap. You got to get good. up with KJM and KJM. We'll see you uh, tonight, hopefully, after the baseball game. Sounds good, Larry. All right, that wraps up this special edition of ESPN New York Tonight. JP, Brian, thank you very much. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.